Welcome back to All or Nothing Fantasy Sports. This is your host, Andrew Hines. That's All-American Nate Armstrong. Take the leg. And that's Blake Pondstar Ponson. Hello, hello. Uh, don't forget, we are on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget, we're on Twitter, at FS All or Nothing. So give us a follow. Today, we're going to break down the AFC South, and then we're going to do a little mock draft. So uh, let's get right into it, buckle in, and here we go. Do we all agree uh, who's going to win that division? Is it going to be Indianapolis? The Colts, we all agree. Hundred percent, it's going to be the Colts. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good this year. They got a bunch of they got a bunch of returners and a guy named Philip Rivers, a future Hall of Famer. Uh, they are ridiculously overpaying their backup quarterback, but that's cool because sometimes you got to do that. I mean, who would want to sit on a bench and make twenty eight million? <laughs> yeah, you know, who would who would want to do that ever? <laughs> now, who would want to pay a guy yeah. to sit on the bench? Twenty-eight million. Yeah, dude, I barely got a Trump check. I couldn't imagine what this guy's getting just sitting there. I've been sitting at home, you know. Jeez. Yeah. And let's yeah. not forget, they did add to their defensive line by getting DeForest Buckner in the Forty ers trade before the draft. So their defense is still pretty good. They've obviously got Darius Leonard, up and coming, really good linebacker. Secondary is not terrible. They got a pretty good uh, cornerback too. They got uh, from the Browns. I forgot about T.J. Carey, who he was. He was okay with, yeah, he with was the Browns. So. Yeah, and they've got Xavier Rhodes coming in. So, mm-hmm. obviously, Rhodes hasn't been the same the past couple of years, but yeah. you never know. He could bounce back in the new scene and kind of go back to the old Rhodes closed, everybody said. But mm-hmm. Which, that uh, that defense was, mind you, the top rated run defense in the league last year. Yeah. The Colts were nasty. So, adding DeForest secondary Buckner. help and, and not and to mention DeForest <laughs> Buckner. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Yep. Feel bad for anybody in the AFC having to go up, go up against him. So. Yeah. Uh, we disagree on the number two team. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Texans are going to finish behind the Titans. Because, uh, I, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins definitely makes a difference. But I don't know if it's a big enough difference that's going to change those kind of standings. Uh, I still think the Texans have more talent. Uh, I think the Titans are probably better coached. I love Mike Vrabel. He's a big, big, uh, big, tough guy. Wouldn't mess with him. Uh, but I still think the Texans get number two. DeAndre Hopkins makes a big difference, but not – I mean, he's a quarter, he's a receiver, not a quarterback, so he doesn't make the whole team. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I've, I've got to go with the Titans over the Texans. And, you know, I am a Texans fan, but part of yeah, what right. happened, you know, they you know they did lose Hopkins, which that is going to hurt their offense. I, I just liked what I saw from the Titans in the playoffs last year. So that's why I think they're going to kind of keep the momentum. Now, I don't think they're going to – win first in this division, but wouldn't surprise me if they kind of have a close running with the Colts there at the end. And I'm not saying the Texans are going to be too far behind. I just think that the Titans end up getting second yeah. and potentially another wild card team. No, here's my thing. If you watched the Texans last year and you really watched them, their biggest need, what they struggled with, which was weird, but it was getting to the quarterback. They sometimes would let quarterbacks get four to five seconds each play. They addressed that in the second round getting a first-round talented Blacklock. So now you get a little more pressure. Now you maybe create two or three more turnovers. Well, that's going to make your team better in and it's in and of itself. Talking about Ross Blacklock? Yeah. Defensive tackle guy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how their offense will look without Hopkins. Obviously losing a guy like that, and I think we've talked about it or touched on it a little bit, is quarterback. some quarterbacks have, you know, they have a guy that, they can kind of – their wide receiver can kind of bail them out, maybe throw it up, and they can go get the ball. And so, well, now I've told Andrew earlier that I feel like Watson will probably run the ball more because yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to have that guy who he can just, you know, pepper targets at and say, hey, bail me out. But, um, I mean, Houston, like like we said, like we, we revolve everything around one player leaving. That's not what changes everything. You know, we got to think about new people that come on the team that the offense, that you know, has to get – camaraderie and chemistry back together so you have a brand new running back two brand new receivers you know on an offense trying to mesh and meld together with a quarterback who hasn't thrown to him before I think not out. saying that they can, they can but um, you know they, yeah. they probably can but you know i'm just saying worst case scenario that that's their worst case scenario in the and AFC. like and like everything else we'll know more in otas how they're yeah. doing together if they've been working out together if they're meshing well and that that's a good point because that you know does make a big difference if you have a good relationship with your receiver. When I'm looking at Houston and I'm looking at 
Tennessee, and I have to make a judgment call on who's going to be in there. I have to go with Tennessee because they did not let it go of anybody other than uh, Jack Conklin. When did Conklin they let go? Yeah, Conklin went to the Browns. Yeah, because we talked about yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw they got Jarrell Casey. Jarrell Casey's obviously gone if we're going to move on to the Titans, but Jarrell Casey's gone. Um, Jack Conklin, of course, is gone, and Tajay Sharp is gone. So yeah, and they lost, but I think the Titans better better coach team. Uh, and I don't think Bill O'Brien's necessarily a bad coach. He's a terrible GM. <laughs> Everyone can agree that he is an awful GM and doesn't need that job. But I don't think he's necessarily a bad coach. I mean, he's taken him a whole bunch of playoff appearances. He's won a few playoff games uh, with teams that, you know, didn't have the most talent in the league. Uh, but do we all agree Jaguars fourth in division? Yeah, we're. I, I'm with Jaguars fourth just because. They're bad. I mean, I don't know. Gardner could come out and. Surprise us all, but yeah, the, the odds of that happening. Yeah, well, and you just—I mean—you just shred a defense that was probably the most feared defense in the NFL a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then now you're just selling people off. Like, and they got rid of AJ Bouye, who was the last of that famous secondary. He Calais, went to the Broncos. Calais Campbell's and gone. Calais Campbell's gone. You know, one of your good pass rushers. Like, okay, so you pick up Rashawn Melvin, uh, C.J. Henderson. Now, granted, you did get Clavon, uh, Clavon, Ca- uh, I can't never say his name. Chase on, Chase on, thank you. Um, but and uh, Joe Scobert, Schobert, whatever his name is, it's yeah. going to take more than that, though. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's a struggling offense, but the, I mean, I think that the Jaguars in a couple of years are going to be really good. And don't, let's not let's not forget Leonard Fournette clearly doesn't want to be there. Yeah, the with whole the whole question marks yeah. with Fournette that just kind of it's hanging over the top and it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big Garner Minshew guy. That stash, those jorts, <laughs> yep. that swag getting off the plane in it's Houston. Uncle Rico, man. Yo, yo, big Garner Minshew guy. He's uh, he's amazing, but that team's going to be awful. Uh, and now we can get to the moment everyone was waiting for. We can get to the mock draft. I know this is what everyone wanted. This is what we wanted. We're excited for it. Uh, Nate gets the number two pick. I'm at the number four pick, and Ponce is at the number five pick. It just randomly generated that. And we can start it whenever you are ready. Let the audience know I did not want the number two pick. This is all at random. Yeah, and before we start also, we'll fill everybody in. that We're going off a, you know, kind of an ESPN default, 10-team league, PPR. Uh, so that's what we're working with. And we'll kind of talk to each of our picks, kind of let everybody know what we look for in drafts, ADP questions we might have, some discussion of, do we really think guys can go here? Are they going to have value in this round? Stuff like that. So I will go ahead and click resume. Oh, make sure your sounds, make sure your computer sounds are off so we don't have any random noises. Okay, here we go. Resume. And I assume Christian McCaffrey will go off the board first. But what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? Oh, it's going to count down. We've got 20 seconds. So Uh-oh. any oh, last-minute last notes in 20 seconds? Uh, draft strategies. What do we got anything real quick? Number one draft strategy. Um, I always take quarterbacks late. I never draft them early. Uh, yeah. So eleventh or twelfth round is normally my draft. I, position and I think, on that. I think when I say late, I'm yes, I like to take quarterbacks late, uh, but also I look for value, more value of yeah. where I want to take a quarterback. And we just saw McCaffrey goes off the board, so now Nate is on the clock. Hmm. 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 I'll do it. Saquon Barkley yes, taken sir. by Nate, and then now Michael Thomas goes in the third pick, and then now that brings up Andrew. That really makes Andrew mad right now because he wanted Michael I, I Thomas. Did. I really did. <laughs> I, yes. did. I did yes. so bad. Yep. Oh man, that's that hurts. Uh, so now I have a choice between Zeke and Kamara. I'm going to go with the guy that catches the ball more out of New Orleans. So we'll have back to back New Orleans guys. Big New Orleans fan, by the way, now that Houston decided they didn't like their football team anymore. Yeah, they, they, they decided they don't have a coach <laughs> anymore. Yeah. They, they just have an idiot. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I agree. He needs to be fired. Now, here, one thing while we wait on Andrew is, would you be surprised if someone took a Saquon Barkley or Michael Thomas before McCaffrey? No. I would be very – I would be very – Now, here – Very, very, very – Because obviously – I wouldn't do it. No. Obviously, you've heard you've heard what I you know think about the situation, but that's the math teacher coming out of me. Yeah. And now I'm on the clock, which, and we've talked about the fifth pick. And one thing about the fifth pick is, and in this case, Andrew has the four people before me have almost made made the decision for who I'm going to pick because I think there's a definitive top five. 
Yes. And so then since Andrew picks Kamara, I'm going to take Zeke. You have to take Zeke. Yep. If you don't, if uh, if you don't, if you don't get Zeke, you get that six pick. Who are you taking? Ooh. Uh, see, I I just see you know there's injury risk with Dalvin Cook. Uh, there's obviously. I don't know, but I don't know if you'd say risk for Derrick Henry, but maybe I would go Henry in the sixth pick. But then also you kind of have to. I may look at some of his wide receivers. In that Listen situation. to this. Miles Sanders goes first pick in the second round. Interesting. So here I'll read off the so sixth pick. This is the end of the first round, and then coming up to coming back to me actually. So it yeah, goes Dalvin Cook. Seconds left. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon finish out the first round. And then Miles Sanders, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Leonard Fournette, Julio Jones go. And so now I'm up with the second pick, second round six pick. And with this – Go ahead and tell you if you leave Austin Eckler there, he's mine. And looking at my options, and Nate saw me take Nate saw me take this guy in a mock draft the other day. Oh, do it. Kenyon Drake. boy, do it. I will take Kenyon Drake. Do it. I love that. I, although I do like Austin Eckler, I'm all about some Kenyon Drake, dude. Hey, Austin Eckler won me some weeks last year, so I'll be happy to put him back on my team. Gosh, I th- and I think the dang it. Do we do we see do we think there's more upside with Drake in the Cardinals offense or Austin Eckler? Because I kind of do we have question marks about Eckler being in the Chargers you, you offense have, well, with Tyrod there? Your question marks with Eckler is it's with the quarterback. Yeah, it's uh, does Herbert get him the ball? And uh, do they give him the ball? He's going to get more touches this year, though, now. Because last year when Melvin Gordon came back, yeah. he didn't get the touches. Yep. But, I, you know, I, I mean, I guess one of the concerns with them you might see is I mean, maybe their offense has some trouble moving the ball with Tyrod and, I guess, when Herbert takes over. But so Andrew took Austin Eckler after me, and then Godwin goes off the board, and then now Nate's up with the ninth pick of the second mm. round. Austin Eckler's multifaceted ability is just what I – That's that was my first two – uh, picks were running backs who could catch the ball. And I love those guys because they get a lot of points in PPR. Uh, so, Nate, I mean. Nate, you going to get Travis Kelsey here? Nate's looking at some guys, maybe Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, I mean, Allen Robinson. I like Aaron second, Jones maybe. in that offense only because he has sheer upside because Aaron Rodgers is trash. But, um, man, I got to go Travis Kelsey. He had 97 receptions. He's had five years of um, – Four years, I'm sorry, of back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. So, I mean, last year he had 1,229 uh, receiving yards on 97 receptions, so Nate I like him. back on the clock, by the way. Uh, after Nate, it goes Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Kenny mm. Galladay. Uh, Edwards-Alaire, is that a little soon for him? I think it's too soon, just for me, – Me personally, I would – I'm more of a maybe – End of the third round, early fourth round, maybe for Hilaire. Yeah, me, I'm I'm more of an end of the fourth round guy for Hilaire, uh, which I'm not going to get him this year. People are going to pick him before I can ever get to him. So. Oh yeah, no doubt. He'll he'll consistently maybe go end of up. end of the second round, early third round. So I don't see me having mi- if any shares of Hilaire this year. Nate picks up Nick Chubb. Not a bad pick. Yeah, I mean he's a handcuff now that you know our boys out of pretty much. Cream hunt. Yeah, he's pretty much out of trouble, and he's going to have a clean slate for this year. So, uh, Note for all you kids, uh, don't kick women in the head. Yeah, that's not good. Get you in trouble. And like LT says, don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to my next, next point. point. <laughs> so don't do Andrew's drugs. up here, fourth pick of the third round. Uh, I like this guy, A&M product. Big, big guy, big target, uh, and they like him out there. He's got a new quarterback. <clears> hmm. <throat> Gonna get me some Mike Evans. Mm. We were talking about this yeah, pre-show really. about having Godwin and Evans. I, I would like to have both of them, but uh, if I can only have one, honestly, I'd rather have Mike Evans. Yeah. Now, here's one thing, and I think we can all agree: when we do mock drafts, a lot of times we just kind of we might experiment taking different players in different spots, yeah. just so we can see what kind of team we build by the end of the draft. So, in one of these cases, last year I did have a share of George Kittle. And looking at my options, not, I mean, Allen Robinson, I mean, I think he was he was my wide receiver one on a team last year. Questionable with him being in Chicago, but he did put up numbers last year. DJ Moore's there at wide receiver. Mm. Odell, Amari. But I think the value you get at Kittle at tight end in the middle of the third round, I, I just think it's Kittle's my move here. 
So I'm going to solidify the tight end position. Now, uh, talk a little bit more about DJ Moore here. Uh, we all like him this year, don't we? Most consistent I football do. player last year in fantasy for me. Average, I mean, he's that guy, just so everybody knows, and from experience of having him, He's he he's gonna get you the workload. He's gonna get you the receptions. He's gonna he's a guaranteed fifteen points in may, in ten man PPR leagues every week, every stinking week, man. I'm telling you. He's, what was the what was the number on his drops last year? He had what, he had four, four drops. The, I mean that's Michael Thomas numbers. He didn't put up yardage, but I mean receptions and catch rates. Well, he that didn't guy have Drew Brees. Nasty. And also think about this: they're gonna have Teddy Bridgewater. So when we think Cam Newton was not. His you know, last, he, his he was not a factor. Was, he was yeah. not a factor last year. Now you would think Kyle Allen, who had what the four week stretch where he was one of the best quarterbacks in the and league, and what Will Will Greer got some time he in QB last time. year. He did. So if we think bad. Kyle Allen, Will Greer, wouldn't we say that Teddy Bridgewater is a step up at QB for oh, the so Panthers? Got Thirty four seconds, one hundred percent. So now I've already already know since we're talking about DJ Moore, he actually is still there in the middle of the fourth round. Crazy, that's a steal. After he was an option for me in the middle of the third, that's so. A steal. And I, I'm okay with, at this point, DJ Moore being my wide receiver one after I took Kittle at the value in the third round. So I'll take DJ Moore, and that brings up Andrew. Also, real quick, I'll read off who went. This is the end of the third round. You had – So I would have taken DJ Moore at Ponsonnot, but now that he's not there, uh, I got to get a wide receiver too. My wide receiver is one, Mike Evans. I want to get a more steady guy, and his name is Adam Thielen. I like that. You know, with Evans having a little more risk, you kind of get the safer – You get the safer. Adam I'm Thielen. Had a little bit of injury last year, but that, that's that's the first time he's ever had injuries in his career. So here I'll read off. Into the third round, real quick, it went Aaron Jones, Pat Mahomes, Allen Robinson, Lamar Jackson. We do see the two quarterbacks go off the board into the third. Amari Cooper, then in the fourth, Odell Beckham, David Johnson, Zach Ertz, A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, D.J. Moore, Adam Thielen, Todd Gurley, and that brings up Nate with the ninth pick of the fourth round. So basically, in this position, that's what I try to tell everybody: you gotta you gotta pay attention to what's going off the board, and you also gotta pay attention to your roster while you're trying to do all this. So, absolutely, you um, need to know what you have. Right now, I mean, I, I have I, I solidified my starting running backs. I have no starting wide receiver at this point, so I need a number one guy. So, um, don't be afraid of Keenan Allen. Yeah, I mean he's he puts a little up older. Every year. He's a little older, but you know his ADP is he, he's I think fourth round guy. I think is what I looked at. But um, looking at what's out there and what I can get late. Ooh, no. Hmm. A lot of thought going into this. Gosh, and I got eighteen seconds. Uh oh. Oh. I tell you what. I'm, I like Keenan Allen. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shock the boat a little bit, okay? And I'm All probably gonna right, get hurt it. for this, but I'm gonna do it. Rock the boat. Don't take the boat over. Ooh. Stephon Diggs. You know, no, no, no. I'm not mad at that. Okay, at all. okay. I was I'm gonna make sure I, I, they, his his ADP was was down there, but I don't, I don't think he's gonna sit on the board that much. No. And and given, I mean, I like him in that offense a lot more, and I like uh, Keenan Allen, but just for the sheer fact that I mean, I really think. A lot, of, a lot of upside ball. with Josh yeah. Allen's arm. Yeah. And he, he throws it deep, digs, that's, you know, what he does. Uh, so then after you take digs, then Tyler Boyd into the fourth round. Keenan Allen, Allen goes first forward. pick in the fifth, and now Nate's back up. Okay. So since I'm back up, I'm going to take a kicker. <laughs> he's not he's not no, doing that. Not he, that's a joke. Kicker. Don't that's take a, a kicker till Kids, your don't get a kicker and don't smoke kicker. drugs. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm. Hey, you were defending Devontae Parker so much the other day when yeah. him and Michael Thomas got into that spat. Why don't you pick up Devontae Parker here? I wasn't I wasn't defending him. I was just saying that Michael Thomas got the ball thrown to him a lot. But Devontae Parker had the biggest Okay, uh, yeah, let, okay, let's take a ride. Oh, hold on, let me make my draft pick and then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll argue with you. Can't forget about the clock. 15 yeah, seconds, no, Nate. That's what I'm looking at. And so, I mean, looking at some receivers that are available. Oh, so Nate takes Robert Woods at the last second. I'm not and mad. And then Le'Veon Bell goes after that. And now Andrew is back up. With Robert the Woods' uh, target share goes up major this year. Anyways, so let's take a drive, the you know, halfway across the country. All right. Now we're going to take that drive in a brand new, let's just say, Ford F-150. That's hot. Platinum. Or we can take the ride... And a 1981 
like Ford Pinto mm, with like no air too. conditioning and you, the windows don't roll down in the middle of summer. That is the that is the correlation I like to make with Devontae Parker getting the ball thrown to him <laughs> and having Michael Thomas having the ball thrown to him. Hey, Drew Ford F one fifty with with Drew Brees. Drew Brees was out for five weeks last year. And then okay, you still have a, t- a top tier quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater. Not a top tier quarterback g- compared to backups. Yes, he is. He's a top tier backup. That's what I'm saying. Top tier quarterback. He is a top tier quarterback given the fact that he was a backup among all the backups. Yes, last year you had my man Fitzmagic, and then you had Josh Rosen trying to throw the ball, and that other idiot. Uh, I don't. I don't. I even can't remember his freaking name. I think it was just those two. I think. But, nah, there was another one. I can't remember his name. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I'm up here in the middle of the I fifth took, round. Uh, by the way, I took Melvin Gordon. He was still there in the fifth round, fourth pick. So, for whatever reason, he was there. I picked him up because I like that. Uh, I like that value. Basically. And so My Andrew p- takes Melvin Gordon, and I'm going to follow up with his teammate and take. Cortland Sutton as my wide receiver two, which I think that's having Cortland Sutton as a guy for your wide receiver two. I think that's pretty good at this point in the draft. Hey, what do we think about a uh, scary Terry McLaurin? Any is he going to be good? I think it. I think it depends too much on their, on their quarterback situation exactly. because obviously, I mean, they're going to be losing a lot of games, so they're going to have to throw the ball a lot, which that helps his value. But we don't know what kind of quarterback play he's going to get. Kyle Allen or Dwayne Haskins. Or uh, Alex Smith. A guy if he ooh, comes back. Yeah, I wouldn't hate Alex Smith playing quarterback there. A guy we all like this year just went off the board, DJ Chark. Yes. And then okay, ending the fifth round, it goes Tyler Higby, AJ Green, Chris Carson, Mark Andrews, Devontae Parker to end the fifth. And then at the beginning of the sixth, we go Darren Waller, Calvin Ridley, Jonathan Taylor goes off, somebody we talked about earlier. And then T.Y. Hilton and G.J. Chark. So two Colts players go back-to-back. So now I'm up here looking at my board. I've got two wide receivers, two tight ends. No, sorry, two wide receivers, two running backs, and a tight end. So at this point, I'm just kind of looking for the best depth available I can get. And I'm still not really looking at quarterback at this point. So I'm actually going to take the... I'm actually going to go the upside in this case and see if Devin Singletary here in the sixth round. I do like him being in the backfield kind of by himself this year, not having Frank Gore around. Yeah. Uh, they did draft Zach Moss, but I think that was basically just, you know, them having a backup or some more depth there in that position. So I do like Devin Singletary this year. So the next two uh, receivers on the board are both Seattle guys. I'm going to get a receiver here because uh, I'm pretty stacked at my running back position. Uh, stay with me on this pick. I'm going to take DK Metcalf. Big guy. Not mad guy. at it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and with Russell Wilson slinging a rock out there, I think DK Metcalf, if he stays healthy, he could be a major. Dak Prescott just went in the sixth round. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, Is he I, I the think... first quarterback taken off the board? No. no. Uh, Mahomes, Mahomes and Lamar went the end of the – Second or third. End of the second, yeah, around there, yeah. and then I can't believe Dak was the next one taken though, with guys like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson still out there. Wow, that's crazy. But okay, I'm gonna do this because I have the most confidence in him right now. With uh, I picked James Conner. Okay. Um, if he stays healthy, that's a good pick. Yeah, there's it, no, there's no argument. Yeah, I like him there in in Pittsburgh when when uh ben, Big Ben's healthy, so. Well, he was good last year when he was healthy. I know. It's just, you know, he had such a bad year last year. But, okay, I'm back on the board. So, uh, Kyler Murray and Debo Samuel go after James Conner. Debo Samuel, a guy that we all kind of like this year. Uh, he's the number one target out in San Francisco. Yeah, once – I mean, I think once they – once Sanders kind of – once Sanders moved on uh, – or no, sorry, now that Sanders has moved on, now we kind of see Debo as that number one target in that offense. Another yeah. another year under the Kyle Shanahan offense with his crazy route tree. Y'all want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. You want to get crazy? Let's I get crazy. Let's get crazy. Let's get freaking crazy. I love getting freaking crazy. Let's do it. Yeah, I did that. Ooh. I did Keyshawn it. Sean Vaughn. I did it. In the seventh round. You bet. Never would have guessed it. I'm going to take uh, – I need a 
tight end still. I've got three receivers and three running backs. I'm going to get Hunter Henry here. I like uh, I like his ability. He's a good tight end, and I need a tight end. And he's this is way ahead of his ADP. Dang, Hunter Ooh. Henry. It's a good pick. Okay. Now, I'm sitting here. I feel pretty safe with my running backs. Uh, my wide receivers with DJ Moore and Sutton. Keep I, in mind, sometimes your choices will be made for you just out of necessity, out of what position you need. Now, looking at some of the wide receivers that are still there, we talked about Terry McLaurin earlier, Jarvis Landry, Julian Edelman. I think if I do if I do look to go wide receiver here, I do like what Landry showed last year, but I still I mean I still think Odell is going to take a step back up in that offense. I think I'm going to go ahead and just take the safety. Or really, I do like this guy. What is it, what his offense put up last year? Even though he's still the number two target, but I think for him to be a wide receiver three, I like the depth there. So I'll take Michael Gallup. So to finish off the Seventh round. Seventh round finishes up. Drew Brees goes. Terry McLaurin, Russell Wilson, Julian Edelman, Deshaun Watson. So we see a little string of quarterbacks. Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack, DeAndre Swift, Jarvis Landry, and Cam Akers. So we see some rookies and some QBs go there at the end of the seventh and then to start the eighth. So DeAndre Swift may be a little early. Uh, Maybe a little early for him. But also he's got the – I mean, if he wins that backfield, he could – and with having a full year of uh, that uh, quarterback, they just paid a ton of money in Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, he could be a good pick there at, at the eighth round. So uh, I wouldn't tell you to stay away from him, but I also wouldn't be the one to tell you to take him because I wouldn't want to be wrong. So here I am in the eighth round again in the middle and looking at some ADPs and looking at how my roster is built. I'm kind of – I'm okay with taking this person in this spot now – Yes, we do preach late quarterback, but I do see some upside with this quarterback this year, and so that's why I'm going to take Josh Allen as my QB. Mm. Well, I hate you. Uh, that's exactly who I was about to take, and now none of these guys that are coming up I really want at the spot they are. He was the only guy. He was the only guy I was going to take with in the eighth round because I mean I still got Carson Wentz there, but apparently he's going to die in the third game this year, according to Nate. Gone. Uh, Every ligament in his knee, gone. There's a couple other guys there, but I think I can wait to get them. I don't have to get them yet. So I'm going to go get depth at another position. Ooh. So what was the numbers on Raheem Mostert that you were looking up earlier? Oh, his pro football focus had his projection at like 220-something carries, 1,100 yards, and like 11 touchdowns. I mean, they they clearly had him as getting the lion's share of that backfield. (laughs) Which I think we're kind of we're all kind of up in the air on how that's going to turn out. Yeah, so there's two guys. I'm a, I'm kind of. It, there's a receiver and a running back, both that I want here. I just don't know which one I'm going to take. Uh, Twenty six seconds still. I need more depth at receiver, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a possible number one and Will Fuller. Uh, in the eighth round. I like that, especially in the eighth round. You're getting a guy who's shown to have a pretty good connection with Deshaun Watson when he's healthy. Now I think the eighth round, you're, I mean, him being an eighth round ADP probably is what, you know, that's probably baked into his injury history. But yeah, if he can stay healthy for a full season and mm-hmm. keep the connection with Watson, that's a pretty good pick. So I mean, now put, Nate's up. He put up, what, a 40-something point game against Atlanta last year, Will Fuller did? Yeah, when he went off. Mm-hmm. So he's got, he's, got a, he's got the speed, he's got the hands, he can do it. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and tell y'all because I don't think he's going to be there when I pick again. The running back I was kind of torn on was Kareem Hunt. I really kind of wanted him just because I like his ability. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm sure with obviously Nick Chubb, like you know he he showed a lot of really good stuff last year, but then now with Kareem Hunt being there a full season, I kind of wonder how that how that backfield plays takes out. Takes in yeah, takes into his playing time, but. Let's Marvin Jones and get it on. Ooh. You got the feeling that I want. So Nate takes Marvin Jones. And we're back on the board. Nice. End of the eighth round, you see David Montgomery. And then first pick in the ninth round, you see John Brown. So then now Nate's John back Brown. up with the second pick in the ninth round. I'm going to go with a PPR Baddest monster. Man in the whole damn town. And a running back. Uh, hopefully he'll be a monster. 
monster, but that'd be Mr. James White. Ooh. So do you believe in Jarrett Stidham? I believe in anybody checking down the ball that can't throw it more than 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> so. So those guys are still there. Um, oh, we see Raheem Mostert go off the board yep, he goes. right before Andrew's pick. He was somebody that I would have considered with this ninth pick, ninth round pick, sorry. So there's a bunch of backup running backs here, and Kareem Hunt, Philip Lindsay, Darius Geis, and Tariq Cohen. Uh, I think I'm going to stay away from Philip Lindsay this year. I, I don't like that crowded backfield. I mean, if I can get him out of still in the 11th or 12th round, I'll take him. But I don't like how crowded that backfield just got. I, I don't get why they went and picked up somebody when Philip Lindsay was playing so well. Uh, so here, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get – I'm going to – I'm going to – no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to take Will Fuller's handcuff and Brandon Cooks. If Did you draft Will Fuller? Yeah. So you're going to draft them both? Yes. I got you. So if Will Fuller goes down, then I have the guy that's going to back. That's gotcha. going to be the next guy. Okay, now here I am in the ninth round, and my roster's pretty balanced so far. I like my running back depth. I do like my wide receivers. Uh, I do have the safety with Kittle at tight end. Uh, so here, I'm just going to, looking at my options here in the ninth, I think I am going to go Kareem Hunt here in the ninth. Uh, I mean, he's going to get he's going to get some touches, as we saw when he came back and played second half of last year. So I'm going to take Kareem Hunt in the ninth. I feel like he'll get some pass-catching opportunities in that good offense. Pick. Very good pick. So then end of the ninth round, I'll read them off real quick. Into the ninth round, Philip Lindsay, Christian Kurt, Tariq Cohen, Darius Geis, Sterling Shepard in the ninth round. And then first half of the tenth round, Sonny Michelle, Emmanuel Sanders, Matt Breida, Anthony Miller, and Jamison Crowder. So Anthony Miller went late. He did. Now, at this point in a draft, and I think we all agree, once you've kind of gotten your core of running backs, wide receivers, and a few bench guys, wouldn't we all agree with at this point you you kind of draft – Take a defense. Well – <laughs> no, we kind of draft more for upside. So we're looking for guys who potentially could break out or guys who have just that kind of like that breakout potential of showing us something that we're not really taking like the low floor or the, yeah, no, the floor looking, guys. Yeah. We're looking for guys who can really just kind of maybe break out in a week or two and see what they can show us. So looking at my options, though, mm. let's see. Kind of – Kind of skeptical on the Chargers offense with that quarterback situation. So I'm going to take a guy to add some wide receiver depth. I'm going to take Darius Slayton of the Giants. He put up some good numbers last yeah. year with Daniel Jones. So I'm going to take him to add some wide receiver depth. And that brings up Andrew. That's going to be me. Ah, this is interesting. My top running back here that I could take is J.K. Dobbins. Mm. And we broke him down. Uh, mm. I like Dobbins. Yeah, you do. I don't. If I do, it's just he's a rookie running back who's not going to get the bulk of the carries. No, I'm not saying he's going to get the bulk. I mean, I just think pass catching, pass catching, it could be him in those third downs. And then I will, I, I think he'll get like a decent percentage of carries alongside take, Mark Ingram. I'm going to take the guy that may not even be there by the end of a season in uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm, Aaron Rodgers is your QB in the 10th round. Yep. And then followed by that, oh, we see Rob Gronkowski go off the board, and that will bring up Nate Dang. with his 10th round pick. I was hoping Rob would stay there just a little bit longer. It's fine. it's fine. It's fine. There's another guy there that I like at tight end. Actually, there's two. There's two that I like here. Mm. Do you want me to tell you who they are? No, I know. That's Evan Ingram and Austin Hooper. It's not Evan Ingram. Austin Hooper. Jared Cook. Yes. I like both those guys. Jared Cook obviously has one of the greatest quarterbacks ever thrown to him. Could be argue. I think you could make the argument that Drew Brees is the best. Who does Nate take? Mm. Nate, you got any thoughts? Dude, these ADPs really—they really mess with your your psych, you know, your psyche <laughs> well, like yeah, a lot. Evan Ingram man, was supposed to be gone four rounds ago. I mean, well, three rounds ago. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Hey, I got. I mean. Dude, 
you got to. I mean, I, I just for the sheer volume this kid gets, like, I'd be dumb not to draft Evan Ingram. You're wrong. You're, I mean, you're right. Not wrong. You're right. I can uh, play him in a flex spot, so. And with Daniel Jones not having, like, the biggest of arms but being relatively accurate, I think Evan Ingram will see his fair share of uh, – and he's he's got wide receiver build and yeah. speed. Let's back up. I need a wide receiver at this point. I have to get one. Ooh. <laughs> I have two there's, rookies. There's, there's a couple rookies <laughs> at the top here. <laughs> uh, there's a couple rookies and uh, Robbie Anderson and Golden Tate here. I don't have any – I'm not putting any eggs in my basket for a rookie until later. Um, gosh. Even though Henry Ruggs does look very, very nice right there. I think, but I think Nate, is, Nate, Nate is a Ruggs guy. I am too. Him. No, I love Henry Ruggs. But I think you can wait to get him. I don't think you have to pick him up yet. I think Ruggs' ADP on ESPN is currently the beginning of the 11th round, which that would be now. right where Nate's at. So you'd be spot on with his ADP. Mm, no, nah, I'm going to go unconventional. Oh, okay. Um, Robbie Anderson's picture here looks like he's tweaking out. I'm going to go with a guy that uh, it's going to be a questionable – with Jalen Hurts throwing to him later on in the year, but Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey's not a bad pick, especially if he has his quarterback throwing to him. And if he yeah, he stays healthy, I mean he's still got some touchdown production upside. Yeah. He's hey, just how a big about target. Adrian Peterson going off the board in the eleventh round. Look at that. Good for him. Thirty something years old. He's older than I am. Thirty something years old and still remembering that he took out Nate in high school. He ran me over. Uh, Big shout out to Adrian Peterson for yeah. leaving his cleat marks in my back. They're still, <laughs> still there. there, buddy. Yeah, good to know. I saw them earlier. Hope you're good. You owe me a million. <laughs> I don't think I you made can. you famous. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to get a backup tight end here. Now I'm going to take Jared Cook as my backup tight end, just because I'm I'm not sold on Hunter Henry's ability to stay healthy. Yeah, and I think one thing when you when you go through drafts, you kind of you know you kind of pick up on people that they may have some injury risk or they may have some playing time question marks, depending on if there's a committee or maybe a competition in that position. Uh, so that's one thing you got to assess as you go through your draft. Whereas you know Andrew just saw Henry has had some injury history or some injury question marks, so he went ahead and took a tight end to just kind of solidify that position. And here I am in the eleventh round. So when I'm looking at my roster. In the 11th round, one option I thought about was taking a handcuff to one of my running backs, which I do like to do that, is take a handcuff. But I think I could probably wait on two of those. So I think I'm going to go with a rookie wide receiver. Hmm. And Don't you do it. Well, I thought I had him queued up, but I guess I didn't. Are you taking Henry Ruggs? So I'm going to go rookie wide receiver here, and I think this is one of the rookie wide receivers that we may agree may have fallen into the best landing spot as far as – You taking Justin Jefferson? I am taking Justin Jefferson. Oh, pick. I was going to say, if you took Ruggs, we're, we're going in the parking lot right now. <laughs> He's going to feed you to Frank. Yeah. Dog so and that's just one that's just one pick. Like, yeah, he's a rookie wide receiver. How about the Giants going in round twelve? How about the not the Giants, the uh, 49ers. 49ers. I saw San Francisco and I went to Giants. Yeah. Oh, so real quick into the eleventh round, Matt Ryan, Jerry Judy, Preston Williams, Ronald Jones, then Tom Brady. Beginning of the twelfth round, we see the first defense, the Niners, Austin Hooper, Carson Wentz, Ceedee Lamb, Noah Fant. So here I am in the twelfth round, and I'm just kind of going through. I think this is where I may take my second quarterback. And this is somebody that was putting up good numbers last year until he went down to an injury. And I kind of think that he could bounce back this year and have a pretty solid year. So I'm going to take my second quarterback, and that's Matt Stafford. Ah, yep. Uh, yeah, I'm not big on taking two quarterbacks until pretty late. Uh, J.K. Dobbins still there. Uh, so if I want to get some running back, depth here, which I don't have a running back on the bench yet, uh, I can do that, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a rookie just because I want to have a rookie on my team, uh, and J.K. Dobbins uh, comes into that Ravens backfield, and 
if anything were to happen to Mark Ingram, which nobody would wish anything on him, but I would have J.K. Dobbins to handcuff that. Yeah, I like I like Dobbins this year. I think not that I mean not that he's going to just take over and be the guy. It just he I think he's still going to have a lot of value there. Yeah. And who does that bring up? Does that bring up Nate? Mm-hmm. Uh, something to keep an eye out for, by the way, is uh, look out for your bye weeks when you're drafting because I haven't at all in this draft, and I've got one, two, <laughs> three, four people with a uh, week eight bye week. And a boy. Um. Okay, so I'm sitting. We're in the 12th round, ninth pick. Um, this is kind of my spot, how I normally draft, and my strategy is normally take quarterbacks around the 12th or 13th round. So I'm not huge on quarterbacks. Um I only draft one. I normally stream one throughout the year. So well, I saw a stat the other day. There was a guy that did uh, that just streamed quarterbacks all year and came out with the quarterback six. But you have to do a lot of you have to do a lot of research on that. If you're going to do something like that, you got to really uh, put some time into. You've got to be pretty sharp on yeah. who you're picking every week. But still, I mean, obviously, it shows that there can be a lot of value had from it. So it shows that you can do it, but I don't think everyone can. I don't think everybody will be able to. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. All right, I have a lot of faith in him. Daniel Jones. I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones. Had a boy. That's what I'm talking about. I'm glad somebody got him. He plays in a watered down conference, and I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah. So then we see. After Dobbins win, then we see Damian Williams and Daniel Jones and Jordan Howard and Mike Gusecki. I'm doing it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab a defense. Ooh. <laughs> what? 13th round defense. All right. I don't care. Pittsburgh. Hey, this is why we mock draft. I may not even pick Ooh, a Ooh, then Baltimore goes right after you, and now here's Andrew. Was oh, it my turn? And here's one thing. And Andrew say, Andrew's saying he might not pick a defense. Here's one thing I've seen, and I've been in a league like this before where – when you had the draft, you weren't required to fill every starting position by the end of the draft. So technically, on in that kind of format, you could draft all your skill players, mm-hmm. and then your defense and kicker could be left open. Yeah, and you just draft like two extra bench guys. So then, by the time week one of the season rolls around, you have time to make a decision on who you want to cut and what defense you want to pick up. For so sure. I have seen formats like that. So I mean, if your format format is like that. Don't feel like you have to pick a defense or a kicker. Oh, dude, I used to just snatch dudes up without even picking up when I first started doing fantasy just for trade bait, just to piss people off. Yeah. And I'd just be like, well, dude, I mean, I'll, I'll trade you these two guys, you know, or whatever. So you can do that. Definitely cause a wave. Since you are picking defenses, I went and took Justin Tucker just to be that guy. <laughs> so here I am in the 13th. Guy. And <laughs> I'm actually going to take – at this point, I'm going to take a running back handcuff. Because I do see this guy having some value if the starter were to go down. So I'm going to take – whoa, almost clicked on the wrong person. We so since I do have Ezekiel Elliott, I'm going to take Tony Pollard as – You're a big Tony Pollard guy. A handcuff. Well, I just – I mean, I see the value that he would have in that offense if something were to happen to Zeke. So since I have Zeke in the first round, I'm going to kind of back up my investment by taking Pollard in the 13th. Rugs went, dude. Oh. Nate missed out. Dang it. I thought he was going to hang in there. He went. You waited way too. You should have taken Henry Ruggs last round instead of a defense. Nate's uh, Nate's about to actually murder somebody. <laughs> okay, so this will be – yeah, this will be my last uh, skill player that I will draft. Um, I do like the build of my, ro- my roster so far. I have the handcuff. Uh, I do have wide receiver depth. Um, so, at this point, I'm just looking for, like, sheer upside and going through looking at different positions, wide receivers specifically. I'm going to take a guy who kind of questionable is what the offense is going to look like with veteran quarterback leaving, new quarterback stepping in in the AFC East. So, I'm going to oh. take Nikhil Harry, see if he can bring some upside. Speedster to this 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 season. So, uh, I'm gonna get a backup quarterback. I don't even normally get a backup quarterback, but Ryan Tannehill is one of my favorite people on the planet. So, uh, I've been getting a lot of him yeah. as as either I see him as more of like a you know upside this year. Yeah. So if you get like a safer quarterback earlier in the draft, and you know you can take you have room to take risk on 
Ryan Tannehill because I think he'll kind of build off what he did at the second half of the season in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. and that brings up Nate here at the end of the fourteenth round. Who's Nate get? Are we gonna get grades after this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll give us a. Yeah. It'll all give us a draft grade after this, so we can kind of see and compare. Uh, what do we think about Michael Pittman going off the board in the fourteenth? Do we see any value out of him in the Colts? Yeah. If he obviously if he can long story short yes if he can become the wide receiver two in that offense which I think he has the ability and who's the wide receiver two right now uh, it'd probably be it'd probably be Paris Campbell after what he did last year no it's I think it's gonna be Michael Pittman I think that's why they picked him was to take that spot <laughs> Pittman picked him <laughs> <laughs> anyways I'm drafting Brashad Perryman gonna do it I'm not no that's a good pick I like that this late too that's a good pick. Anybody can pick up Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I don't think he'll so. play two games and get hurt. So yeah. just so everybody knows, or you can just take his teammate Jalen Rager, who's still there. Gosh, speedster. He is. Fat. Who essentially Jalen Rager is the new younger new, Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Rager is a Rager. Either Rager, way, Rager, Rager whatever Rager. depends on what part of the United States you're born on. Ooh, no. Yeah, maybe no. It's like that. Uh, it's like that girl that was on Twitter. Yes. What, no. What's her name? Zambucci. I didn't know she had a name. No, she's got a name. It's it sounds like a Korean dish. Zambuka. Yeah, I'm gonna get sushi tomorrow. Mm, that does sound good. Anyways, um, here we are on the fifteenth. Nate's second pick of the fifteenth round. Wait, you get two picks in one round? Damn, second second pick, man. Back to back, baby. Ooh, who has more upside here? I do. So we got Robbie Anderson, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, and Curtis Samuel for wide receivers. God, look at the same people I am. Dude. So, you know, technically, yeah, two of those, yeah. Those two pairs are on the same team, Anderson and Samuel and Hardman and Watkins. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. We're good. We're good. He's not he didn't okay. I picked up Robbie Anderson just because he's new to Carolina. You I don't t- you picked up Baker Mayfield. Mm. Oh, it <laughs> auto drafted me. <laughs> I'm picking up Robbie Anderson because that receiving core is Mother thin. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was over here trying to make a joke and like wave at you like bye dude. I'm clicking on yeah. Robbie Anderson. I'm oh my god. I'm gosh. glad you were worried about that because okay. that left me Robbie Anderson. So moral of that story is don't, don't lose track uh, of time. N- no, that's not true. Everybody listen because your buddies are the commissioners and they can go back in and switch <laughs> that pick for you. Right, Ponson? Yeah, we can do that. Thank you. So like I said, Robbie Anderson is my guy. <laughs> Moving on. Blake Ponson's on the board. Oh, so uh, I'm. I end up getting Robbie Anderson. I'm at the point where I'm See taking defenses, up. and <laughs> I don't. Really, I don't really think too much into defenses except who has the best Week One matchup, and so that's why Philadelphia will more than likely always be my defense I pick because they play the Redskins Week One. Oh gosh! So took my that's defense. Awesome. Then we see some kickers and more defenses go off the board, and it comes back down to me, which is going to be a kicker. So let's see which kicker is on the best offense. Hey, does anyone know who the Saints play week one? Oh, they have Tampa Bay Tampa week Bay. one. Tampa Bay, yeah, no, they're not, opening it up. I'm not going to take them then. I like Ponson's strategy there. Um, because honestly, like I mean, yes, you will find a defense that will stick with your team through most of the year, but you also have to consider – Sometimes you you're going to have to pick up a different defense for a bye week. Um, and one thing I, I don't like keeping a defense on my bench. So, for example, if my defense come to a bye week, then more than likely. So to round out my draft, I'm dropping I took them. the Rams defense because uh, they, you know, because they're pretty good. They got Aaron Donald, they got Jalen Ramsey, and I picked up Kaimi Fairburn. I got a. I made an eighty-two out of a hundred on my draft. Grade. Okay, we all have our draft grades. I got yeah. a ninety-three out of a hundred. Ooh, ninety-three out of a hundred. I got an A, and I got a ninety-one out of a hundred. Nice. So then we can click on. He did not like me picking. So here, real quick, we can go through our rosters real quick as a last point. So I have Josh Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, Kenyon Drake, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, George Kittle, Devin Singletary, Kareem Hunt, Michael Gallup, Matt Stafford, Darius Slayton, Justin Jefferson. Tony Pollard, Nikhil Harry, and then 
the Eagles defense and Robbie Gold is my kicker. So now, Andrew, who, what's your roster look like? I'm sorry, I uh, already clicked out of that. I'll go back. Nate, what's your what's your roster look like? Uh, in my roster, and I'll and I'll try to put it on our Twitter, but um, I got uh. Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Robert Woods, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, James Conner, uh, Kaimi, or uh, sorry, Evan Ingram, James White, Marvin Jones, Kashawn Vaughn, uh, Daniel Jones, Alshon Jeffrey, Bashad Perryman, and Pittsburgh's D and Kaimi Fairburn kicking the ball down down the middle. Uh, so I have my roster up now. I've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. My running backs are Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler. My receivers are Mike Evans and Adam Thielen. Tight end Hunter Henry. My flex is Melvin Gordon. Defense is the Chargers, Kickers, Justin Tucker. Then my bench looks like DK Metcalf, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Jared Cook, J.K. Dobbins, Robbie Anderson, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think I see why it penalized me because I didn't get a good uh, running back off the bench, which is fine if they that's what they want. But which I mean, yeah, and we we said this at the beginning. A lot of times when you just do mock drafts to get a feel for where people are going and what kind of rosters you can build. I mean, one thing you can try draft strategies where you can try one where you take three running backs the first three rounds. You can take three wide receivers the first three rounds and just see what kind of teams you can build. And it's just all about getting your repetitions in, just like if you were practicing for any other sport. Wow, this really does break Practice makes perfect. Um, so we will sit here and we'll probably finish up, we'll finish up this pod, and I think we can probably clip. I'll, clip. I'll clip the rosters and we can post them to Twitter, and we'll everybody see those. I can clip them from the screen, so we'll do that. And anybody got anything else on the draft? Yeah, go to go to, go to the Twitter and uh, see. Uh, give it's your opinion on uh, give your opinion on who uh, who drafted and if really those grades are are, are the grades we deserve or if it's something that maybe you can add to it. So go to our Twitter, which is FS All or Nothing. Thank you. Yep, uh, and. Uh, you know, if you're while you're at our Twitter, go ahead and give us a follow. Also, don't forget we are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, stay frosty, my friends. This was Andrew Hines. That was All American Nate. Take the knee. And that was Blake Pondstar. Ponson. Half point PPR. We'll we'll see you next time. And no full point PPR.